Hello, welcome to uh, the second episode of uh, my look into uh, horror films from different uh, countries from around the world, um, oddly, and uh, this week we're doing Japan. This is Geek Sweat, of course, I should have mentioned that. Um, I'm calling, uh, we're having a little bit of debate about, I know in the last episode I called it Terra Terra, so I like that, I, I know it's a bit weird, but so this is Terra Terra and this week we're doing Japan and I'm doing Japan with Jamie. Hello Jamie. Hello. How have you been? I've been good, I'm good. Um, have you got much experience of Japan? No, <laughs> no. I've never been to Japan never and been. I am not Japanese. <laughs> so n- no. No, okay. Uh, Trevor, hello. Yeah. Welcome. Um, yeah, hi. Thank you for inviting me on, I really appreciate it. That's alright and any experience of Japan? Um, I had a Japanese girlfriend for Ooh. a little while, for two years, so okay. I had an insight into Japanese culture in London, uh, visited a few interesting restaurants and uh, a shopping mall somewhere in North London, so it was like a mini Japan shopping mall. I can't remember what it's called, but um, got to taste a lot of foods, read a lot of comics that were in Japanese. So Is, is there much um, Japanese food for vegetarians? It always seems like it... it Sort of. I think you can be quite vegetarian on a Japanese uh, diet. Fish, Japanese. A lot of it's fish, but if you wanted to go vegan, I don't think there's anything really stopping to you. There's a lot okay. of options. But All I'm, right I'm then, so... You can definitely admit meat, can't you? Yeah. And fish. So yeah. We're, we're talking about Japan, the land of the rising sun. Although surely that's dependent on where the international dateline is. And if the international dateline went through, say, Greater Manchester... Then Greater Manchester would be the land of the rising sun. Is that not true? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but it's Japan and we're talking about horror. And there's interesting things about Japanese horror. Uh, they're really into ghosts. And this comes from um, the Edu period, who's not footballer, and the Meiji period. Um, and these um, ghost stories were known as um, uh, Keidan, which means strange story. And ghosts are very um, important in Japanese culture anyway, even in, in the, the Shinto gods, um, which um, is the Japanese uh, like state religion is Shintoism, which is kind of a cool religion. I was looking out the other day. I could go for that. <laughs> I won't, but, you know, it, it's one of the better ones. There's no kind of um, central kind of controlling hierarchy. It's all, no you know. Being. Yeah, exactly. It's all very good. And it, and. And um, so, yeah, so there's a lot of a lot of Japanese horror films have to do with ghosts and haunted houses. That's very important because a lot of a lot, I didn't realize this, but a lot of countries don't have ghost cultures. They don't they have no idea what ghosts are. They don't. Really? It's, it's like spirits, don't you know, yeah, but it's still yeah. it's, the ghosts thing. are specific to different countries and being a big thing. In some countries, it's just not seen as a big thing. Is this ghosts without religion? Sort Sorry? of thing because, like, sometimes there's a lot of religious horror as well, isn't there? Yeah, but I mean, less so in Japan because they, they all have the same religion and it's a very loose religion, so it's not like you know, you don't get fundamentalist Shintoists, I don't think, and things like that. Um, but then the other part of Japanese horror is obviously, of course, the Second World War where Japan was horribly devastated by you know, the fighting and also two atomic bombs, and this fed right into. Japanese horror culture so you can then get kind of creatures you know the monster movies like Godzilla and Mothra and things like that which are all ruminations on kind of radioactivity and and um 
um, uh, the atomic bomb, and that's all very, very... Um, Mutation. Yeah, yeah. So, and uh, as um, Japanese horror has gone on, I think oh, they still do um, haunted houses, but there's also a focus on kind of how Japanese families, you, you know, the um, ha- breaking apart, the kind of, they feel that, that the Japanese society is breaking down, and a lot of horror films are to do with with that kind of um, thing. So that's my brief history <laughs> to Japanese horror. And to illustrate Japanese horror, I asked uh, Trevor and Jamie to watch two films, uh, probably my two favourite Japanese horror films. Um, Jamie's probably going to argue that one of them isn't a horror film. But um, <laughs> should we start? Yeah, let's start with that one. Let's start with 1971's um, House. Now, House... 1977? Can anyone mm-hmm. pronounce it in a Japanese way? Is it? House, and um, oh, house. Yeah. And th- this is an odd film. I mean, <laughs> it is an odd film. Um, it's about uh, seven girls who go away to visit one of the girls' um, aunties uh, on a summer holiday, and then the house starts to eat them all. And uh, that's basically the plot. And it was the funny thing about this film is that it was kind of written by a, a child because the director's uh, daughter. She came up with a lot of the ideas for the movie. Mm-hmm. Because oh, is that how it came about? Yeah, no yeah, wonder yeah. why. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of all a lot of ideas. He said, adults only think about things they understand. Everything stays on that boring human level. Well, children can come up with things that can't be explained, and this is part of the you know. And she came up with a lot of the um, stuff in house. Um, the the reflection in the mirror attacking the viewer, a watermelon being pulled out of a well, appearing like a head, and a house that eats girls. These are all things that um, the girls called Chigumi suggested and drew on her um, childhood fears. Um, it's an odd film because it, it, it doesn't, it, it has a very amateurish um, tone to it, but also it, it's fun. And uh, okay, let's get into uh, Jamie. Um, mm, what do you think of House? <laughs> I, I think now, now that you've kind of like um, added that information that it was written by a child, it was very amateurish, um, as you said. But for me, it was more like a comedy because some of the things that were happening were just like so way out, um, and and that comes down to a children, a child's imagination. Um, so for me, I mean, it was entertaining for what it was, um, but also there were moments of what the, f- <laughs> <laughs> who wrote this? Yeah, yeah. a child. And <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, and, and that explains everything, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it for what it was, but it, there were moments of, oh, oh dear. Yeah, I mean, Obayashi, who's the director, he incorporated themes of, he was actually born and survived um, Hiroshima, the um, atomic bombing. So there are references in that to in-house to um, Japanese past, which is obvious. Um, Trevor, yeah, how did you like House? Um, I thought it was a very interesting film. Uh, it was very wacky. Um, I remember you had mentioned something to me about um, sometimes when you can watch films if you've got, a lot to watch you can still get away with watching it at 1.5 <laughs> speed and um i think if this is a film that is watched sped up it seems to make a little bit more sense because there's a kind of um 
a wacky story that goes around it. For example, even if you've got the um, the names of the characters, such as Gorgeous, Kung Fu, Professor, Fantasy, it's mm. kind of like um, they're very on the nose in terms of their characteristics, but it's kind of, uh, like you said, you can see the influence of a, a childlike uh, play about the story. So it's kind of like almost looking at a child's mind's view of what, horror would look like or how it would come across did you know yeah. that at the time though that it was written by a child oh yeah yeah well, I, you did. I, I knew the director i i understood it as the director spoke to his daughter and he was influenced to write the story in that way so i think the the concept was by the child but the director kind of made some decisions oh, that were childlike okay. yeah. so he wrote the script obviously yeah i did find the names a bit um <laughs> You know, quite well, your face. Um, I was like, yeah. Gorgeous was gorgeous, and Kung Fu was martial artist. Yeah, and you had yeah. Professor yeah. who was smart. You've got Fantasy who was always daydreaming, and um, mm. was Mac. What's Mac? Mac because I eat McDonald's. Mac. Yeah, because she kept eating a lot of she food. She kept on eating. And oh, McDonald's yep, would have been course. famous in the seventies. And he had yeah. Sweet, who was just a kind person. And yeah, he had yeah. Melody, who played the piano. Yeah. So yeah, it was um, just the names were just very characteristic rather than mm. actual names, yeah. so to speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they also play into the plot. So I thought yeah. in, if you're watching like the first 15 minutes, it's kind of like, oh, I'm watching an American dub and they've just made some slack choices. <laughs> then you realise, oh no, this is actually part of the film. So um, there were some clever moments when, uh, especially in the beginning, where I think it's the character Gorgeous who's having a difficulty coming to terms with the new woman that's come into her dad's life and uh, she starts thinking about her mother. So there's an interesting moment there because it's almost like um, uh, there's a, you feel like there's a kind of a fakery to it or something that doesn't quite make sense yeah. because of the way that it's shot. But I think it's a hyper-realism to kind of exacerbate what the horror is going to be like i mean some of it's very well directed and very cleverly directed and and yet there's a lot of i mean the special effects of but i think they're deliberately amateurish you know yeah. the kind of mm. cartoony kind of yeah there's a lot of transitions pen type. yeah there's a lot of dreamlike transitions as well yeah. to kind of play with the idea that um uh it all is not what it seems for the individuals and obviously obviously a lot of lurid colors as well yeah. did you think you learned anything about japan from this film and um, could you see any other country making this film? Oh, God. <laughs> so, I don't know. I no. mean, like, you could do a remake. I mean, like, so many people do remakes just on the fun of it, you know. I'm just yeah, wondering yeah. If, if this but, is sort of... I mean, can you think of any other film you could have possibly compare it to? Do you know what? I would have compared this to something like, um, strangely enough, a uh, Wes Anderson film. I think it's called... Uh, the one about the hotel, I can't remember now. Um, uh, let me. Mary, no. Oh, the Grand Budapest Hotel. Yeah, yeah. So um, the reason why I'm saying that is um, there were certain set pieces which were kind of obviously fake because there was a moment, I think, the, the story kind of starts off with the young girls meeting up at college and they're supposed to be like a day trip or a road trip they're supposed to go on. Summer and, holiday. Oh, summer holiday, yeah, yep. that's it. And um, so it's all real people, real places. And then they go to the train station and there's like this fake cardboard cutout which you think okay that's just the cardboard cutout because it's part of the station and it's say hey we're going on a holiday and then they go on the coach and it becomes the background of the window so when the coach lands at its final destination it's like they've kind of brought that sign with them 
So I think there is that element of um, kind of joking around and with mm. with what was real and what was fake and pretense. And I think, yeah, Wes Anderson, if he did okay. horrors, it would look okay. like that. Do you think, Jamie, do you think it's a feminist film? Feminist? Oh. I mean, you could read the film as don't let seven or eight women be around each other without a man because it all goes crazy. Well, <laughs> you, you, you know what? It, it probably is a bit feminist. And the reason I say that is because it didn't have like the male hero yeah. jumping in to save them all. I mean, he's always yeah. expected to arrive, but never actually arrives. We, I wasn't expecting him to arrive. Oh, I'm, okay. I'm glad he didn't arrive. <laughs> yeah. um, but having said that, I, I think in a way it probably is quite feminist because it was – this is what seventy seven. Yeah. So it's very rare to have so many female leads. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Isn't it? So in in that respect, yeah, I, I'd probably consider it to be a feminist film in that respect alone. Um, there's a lot of screaming, a lot of yeah running around, which I kind of thought was a bit chaotic. But then you know, uh, kids, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. But then you had Kung Fu Girl, who was kind of like all always stepping well, up. Well, she to, saved them really. <laughs> stepping up to kind the plate, of just her bottom half of her body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was impressive. Until yeah. did you, was she the one that got caught up in the piano and no, Melody? That, no, that was Melody. Melody. Oh, okay, okay. She was playing the piano <laughs> at the time. Oh. It tried to eat her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. So I'm trying to rem- remember how um, Kung Fu Girl died in it. But I wanted to s- step back. It was split in half, but she still stayed alive because her legs then killed the cat. Yeah, and the cat is mm. cat is very important in Japanese mythology. Apparently, too, they kind of the cat was spiritually yeah, aware of what's going on. Yeah, spooky figures in yeah. Japanese. They're the watchers. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we'll um we'll we'll park house fair for a second, and we'll move on to the other film I asked you to see, which is Audition. From 1999, a film by um, Takashi Mike. Yeah, um, Takashi Mike. Is that Mike? Is it Mike? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's one of the problems in. I read a lot, and but then when you come across and you have to actually say words that you read, you have and you to realize that you have no idea how to say it. Like you have to hear them being interviewed. That's yeah, the only way yeah, you can yeah. pronounce their names yeah. properly. So um, yeah, so audition 1999 is well. It starts off. It's kind of. I suppose it starts off as a romantic comedy, uh, a lonely widower looking for a new wife. It's all kind of sweet, isn't it, Jamie? Yeah, but <laughs> it's also kind of creepy the way they kind of like just talk about him getting a wife like it's just a commodity. Yeah. Um, which I didn't appreciate, of course. But, um, you know, I suppose that's cultural. Um, and this is what, what year was this done? 1999. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, not quite with the times, is it? But uh, <laughs> you don't, you don't think it. I mean, it's, I it's a it was... satire of those people, surely. I mean, we're not men. Are, we're not men. Are like, um, well, we're men. Are kind of, oh. we're men. Are like the guy, the hero, or anti or whatever. But I think, culturally, but we're not men. Are like his friend because he's just pushing him into it. Yeah, but I think culturally, you know, women are a little, you know, less to the forefront than, than men yeah. in Japanese culture generally. I thought. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um, it was it romantic? No, I didn't think it was romantic. It was it was no for me? It was creepy. It was that it, from right yeah. from the start. It was it was just yeah yeah just the way he was talking about women and 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 finding a wife and it's like let's have an audition, <laughs> <laughs> but it's not a real audition. Um, yeah, you know this is you know not well okay. So one thing to mention, which I think um, listeners probably don't know. 
is that he is a director or a... He, yeah, he's he, a he, film he, producer. Yeah, he's a film producer. And actually, interestingly, the father in House was also... Oh, um, yeah, yeah, movie, it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Director or producer as well. That's true. Anyway, going back to audition, yeah, so... You know, so he he's he's in the film industry, and they decide to have an audition, mm. and it's for a role. Um, although they're using it as a guise to also find him a wife, and I just yeah, I thought that was just very misleading and very. I mean, like it's very manipulative as well, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah, the appreciation of that was not quite there, but um, you know, it's for a film. It's, it's called audition. What were you expecting? No how, 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 how did you find Asami? Asami, she she's she's the, she's the lead female, right? Yeah, yeah. She's right. The, she wins the audition. Yeah, interestingly. Um, so her character for me was very typical of what the stereotype of Japanese women is for me. Oh, really? And that's kind of like. Feeding, the, feeding vomit to the, yeah, the, men. <laughs> the, the yes person, you know. Oh, the okay. Yes, you know, um, very polite, very gentle, very, na- <coughs> well, naive. Mm. Um, but she definitely played that part very well. Um, but then, of course, near the end, it's it all kind of changes. <laughs> do you have some sympathy for her? Um. Yeah, I do actually, because obviously it's not until later on you kind of learn more of the background yeah, and, yeah. and, and um, you know, her childhood and, and whatnot. So, um, oh, it, it's hard for me because even though I didn't like her at the beginning, by the end it was kind of like, yeah, there's a bit more sympathy for her and a, there's a bit more kind of like, once again, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, people haven't seen Audition. It, it kind of it, it goes along and it's kind of okay. It's a bit creepy, as Jamie says, but it does seem like it's uh, a more mainstream film about a guy finding love, maybe. But what then it love, then though? you get you get little clues that maybe everything isn't fine with um, is Sammy. But but then at the end you kind of get it the full on <laughs> Sammy yeah. treatment. Like I t- I'll tell you, it was kind of like for me the first part of the movie. Probably three first three quarters was yeah. just like very slow moving for yeah. me, and then everything happens in the last <laughs> fifteen twenty minutes. Yeah, like yeah. everything, I tell you, if you come, if you if you guys watch this film, <laughs> everything hits you in the last twenty minutes. So do do hold on. So Trevor, how did yeah. how did you find audition? Um, I'd seen it before, so it's um, something I was revisiting, and I think. A lot of men who've watched Audition don't watch it for a long time because of the way it ends. And um, because it's it's quite a a violent torture scene uh, that finishes off the film. But uh, for me, it's not a romantic film. It is a creepy... Good, good. Because you you said it was a romantic comedy. Because uh, I think it's a creepy... It gives the impression at the start that it might be a bit of a romantic comedy. I, I don't think so. Because I think what you've got is you've got two powerful men in... Um, it's like a Weinstein. Yeah, you've got Ayoama <laughs> and uh, Yoshikawa, who are basically like these two powerful men making big decisions about this company and they're kind of misusing it to their own ends. But you're only seeing one section of it. And I think even the Ayoama character, he doesn't show a lot of respect to his own secretary uh, in the first like 15 yeah. minutes. And I think when she's talking about how she's going to get married herself, he doesn't like congratulate her or say anything. He's kind of just like very... 
off put about not off put about but he's just like aloof so there's this element of you get in their world not all japanese men but in the world of ayama and yoshikawa if you if you grant enough power women are just kind of these kind of commodities or pawns you can move around to do your bidding and you don't really even talk to them um or acknowledge what their life is outside of your presence that was quite sad because it almost felt like she was i i got the feeling either she was in love with him or he, she was just so kind of I thought it was admiration or admiration sort of it, or, or it, respect like a kind of mm, what do you think I mean like he, she'd been like his secretary Scorned. for years yeah. yeah like 15 years I think she yeah, said yeah yeah and it's like you would think there would be some kind of connection or bond between boss and secretary or yeah. some kind of understanding yeah, yeah, and there was yeah. nothing it was just yeah. like there is no feeling there whatsoever. Do you know and what? I felt sorry for her. I felt really sorry for her. I, I think that was intentional because I think I think you're you're being misled to think this is a lonely guy who needs a woman to kind of complete his life. But you're actually getting fed drop fred um sorry, you're getting cookie crumb this idea that this is a manipulative guy who kind of mistreats women and it might have been an element of, yeah, he might have slept with that yeah. secretary and he just cut her off emotionally, sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. So, and even with the, the relationship with his son about um, how he's kind of goading and encouraging him to kind of bring women uh, into his life and bring him home and stuff like that. There's this kind of element of the cycle's going to be repeated and it needs to be stopped. So it's almost like when Asami comes into the story, she's seducing Ayoyama but also giving him his comeuppance because it's almost like she's representing all of those women he's mistreated in the past. So is it a feminist film? Because I've seen it argued that it's a feminist film and I've seen it argued that it's a misogynistic film. I, I would, think it's both. I would say, it's, yeah, feminist... It's re- both elements. Feminist retribution, maybe, I think. And um, specifically, but yeah, it is, it is misogynist. And the, the thing is, but it's, creep, it's, it's creepy, but it creeps up on you because... It starts off as this is normal, two guys at work making a decision. And one of those key decisions is, yeah, we are going to audition for this film, but we are going to try, I'm going to let you have all this personal dating information and try to date one of these women because what else are they going to do? Because you're a guy in power, they'd be attracted to you and they, they'll feel compelled sort of thing. So it's kind of, yeah, it's pre-Weinstein as it were. Yeah, I mean, uh, the same way with House, do you think this... Says, do you think this is a uniquely Japanese film? Can you see anyone else making this film? Oh, do you know what I think? It, it in terms of pioneering this style of horror. Uh, it's oh, yeah, Japanese. I, I mean, I've seen it argued yeah. that the audition kind of invented torture porn. You could say that, torture yeah, porn. definitely, yeah. yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah. Well, you know, um, Hostel and Saw and films like that. Yeah, that kind of over-elaborate, yeah, yeah. lingering shots. Because the thing uh, about Audition yeah. is that it wasn't big in Japan. It was, it became big in the West. Yeah. And it's still not that well-known in Japan. Yeah. Even though um, Mikey is a like massive director. Yeah. Audition was his first film that got shown in the West. But yeah. in Japan, they were kind of, what is this? Perhaps they saw a bit too much of themselves in it and didn't like it i don't know well takashi Miike has done a lot of controversial films before yeah, yeah. Uh, i mean he's done things like uh, itchy the killer yeah and uh let me see visit a queue uh which is a very oddball film in itself so he doesn't really shy away from 
uh, like lurid aspects of horror and uh, Japanese culture. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Before we finish, I'm just going to go back to House because one of the things that impressed me about House is that I don't think it looks like, I think it looks like it could have been made any time in the last 50 years. I don't think you can watch it and say, oh, that's 1977. I think you could possibly argue it could come out yesterday and it wouldn't look that different. If, if, that's, if that's the style you're going for, then it would be, it would, uh, I think it's kind of timeless in that aspect of it, the way it, I'm not it doesn't sure. look, mm. uh, or am I completely wrong here? Well, I, I think in terms of um, the technical aspects, we've come a long way in terms yeah. of CGI and stuff. So but, I don't know, think... Someone could be, yesterday could make um, uh, a low like budget a, kind a, of... A B-movie, yeah. garage B-movie. Yeah, yeah. The, well, the thing is, I think what it is, is the comedy horror element to it, because... Um, the comedy really slaps you in the face, such as like, I think there was a teacher character who was supposed to be admired by the women. Yeah. And one of the reasons why the girls end up leaving or traveling on their own is because he's late because he falls down the stairs yeah. and he lands in a bucket and he ends up getting run over, which ends up being this but like Benny Hill routine. Huh? Cat, yeah, yeah. The cat was responsible for that. And yeah. it was the same cat that was, that was at the auntie's house as well. There you go. Lunch. So, yeah, so it was like. It was planned. Okay, it was planned. So again, structured film. So again, childlike premise, but direct to execute it quite well. But there's a lot of comedy elements in it, in, which is it kind of makes you. It's not jarring, but it kind of uh, there were some moments such as the nudity was kind of good. Um, I don't know. It was like some of it was it. it wasn't I'm not sure that if it, much nudity. It was like. A bare chest near the very end when they were in body parts. Yeah, the fresh, yeah, the yeah. She's naked at the end when she ends up in the water. Um, yeah, yeah, because there were some characters where it was just like, okay, we're going to start taking your clothes oh, off. Oh, and Gorgeous ends up topless at the end with um, yeah. the one, the other one that survives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. So there was a few moments like that. but I, I, I remember something. <laughs> you guys clearly focus on the wrong thing. Yeah, so there was a bit of a erotica about it, but um, I, or horror erotica, but I think that. If it, if if you were to ask anyone else to make that film, I don't think they would have had that added so much joy to making. Yeah, the, yeah. I think house. there's an element of um, exotic because it's yeah. foreign. I mean, considering like did this kind of bomb in Japan and yeah, kind yeah. of mm, like yeah. it shot off in the West. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I think there's an element of of that as well. It's just yeah. exotic. It's it's different. Um, and there's a different feel to it as well, yeah. yeah. Based on you know the direction and and whatnot. And there was a lot of admiration for for schoolgirls, whether it was um, for who they were, what they represented symbolically with the uniform, or or actually in the film because the the horror character is actually trying to absorb um, the youth as it yeah, were yeah. out I mean, of that, the, um, the plot, out of the young girls to maintain their life. So <laughs> that kind of acknowledgement. I don't think I had seen a film before that time or that was made before that time, which kind of put young schoolgirls on a pedestal as something to be admired and something to be kind of have their power drained. So, and I feel like House is the precursor to all of the American styled college horror movies. Yeah, where it's about I, it, it was a cult hit in America. So, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, thank you, Jamie and Trevor, for um, our little trip to Japan <laughs> to hit the CDS size of Japan. 
Thanks what is for having sexy me. Sexy aside to Japan, whichever <laughs> way you look at it. Sexy yes. <laughs> The uh, exotic fetish yeah. side. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Jamie, for joining me. <laughs> Thanks for having me. And thank you, Trevor. Thanks a lot. And uh, uh, I've been Stephen, and I'll see you again soon for part three, which it will be Roger Coleman, I feel. Okay, thank you. Goodbye.